Shut up and sit down. Well, hello, hello, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, monkeys and rhinos, whatever you are, I say hello to you. It is another episode of Third Shift. In fact, it's 239. That's right. It's a wonderful episode. It is a Third Shift quarter end episode, in fact, which, spoiler alert, you might actually get two of these because we're going to be in the throes of quarter end next week as well. But who knows? Maybe we'll be super fast and efficient. We'll be out of it and we'll be super happy and life will be great. But if it's not, you'll get another short one. That's not for me to say. If we do get it done super fast and great, it'll be because of all those brave souls that worked over Easter Sunday. And if we don't get it done, it'll be because of <laughs> us horrible bastards who us, said, yeah, I'd like a day off, good. please. Oh, shame <laughs> on you. You should have worked, you little loyal, <laughs> disloyal B-A-S-T-A-R-D-S for all those children listening that cannot spell. <laughs> awesome. Well, as I already said, it's a brand new fresh episode and we got to make this a thing. So we're going to move on along. You heard him already. It's Mr. Matt, the inglorious bastard himself. He's here with me today to have a little bit of fun and enjoy some time with Third Shift and all the peeps and crew who listen. Matt. Before we get going, though, you do have to say, what the hell's going on? What you do this week? What you playing, man? Well, obviously, we're recording this early because it's quarter-end special, and we don't want to do it right at the actual throws of quarter-end. So I've only played two games, one of which we'll talk about much later in the episode. Well, I guess not much later. But the second one is Ghost of Tsushima Legends. I played it all weekend. Like, I had Friday off, and I should have streamed The Outer Worlds. I got up, and I was like, I'm going to stream The Outer Worlds today. It's going to be a big, long stream. going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to laugh. It's going to be great. And I was like, but before that, for some reason, let me boot up my PS5 and get in Ghost of Tsushima Legends. And I played it all day long, literally all day long. I sat, I got up, and I was like, all right, I need a break because my hands were cramping. And I was like, all right, nom, 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 nom. eat a sandwich, eat some burgers, eat some peas, I don't know. And I went, what am I going to do next? Is it time to stream The Outer Worlds? Yeah, but just one more match. And oh my God, the game is so good. Just the survival is so awesome. And playing it now at least in gold, in the gold matchmaking queue where everything's really hard, it's been fantastic. Healers everywhere. Everybody reses you like that as soon as you go down. Everybody's helpful. Everybody's cool. It's great. And then you go to a new character and you play in silver and everyone's trash. Everyone's garbage. So that's a little sad. But that game is so much fun. My one bit of sadness, though, is I was looking on, you know, my hunter, my, my next character that I'm playing, and you have the, you know, the masks, the banners, all this stuff. And I was like, I should have everything unlocked. But there's a couple items that said, continue Jin's journey to unlock. I'm like, but I platinum that game. I got all the masks. You know, I got, I bought everything. I went through and I did New Game Plus and beat it again. What else is there? So I was like, let me boot up my New Game Plus save and see if something's out in the world. And I was like, huh, there's a gift at one of the gift altars. Wrote out there, it's one of the masks. So now in New Game Plus mode, I got to do more stuff to unlock more masks, even though I just I just blitzed through the story just to get the trophy. Mm-hmm. Now I got to go blitz through all the other stuff to get enough rep to get gifts so I can get more masks because these masks are super cool and they're blood oh, red they and they are. look really mm-hmm. good. Oh, but that game is fantastic. I, of course, played the other game we're going to talk about. So that's it for my week. That's it. I played one game this week, technically. What about you, Eric? Woo! So I just briefly want to stay. I've been keeping up with the anime, the TV shows, all the good stuff. Watching that uh, Winter Soldier Falcon show on oh, the yeah. Disney+. Oh, yeah. I've been watching that, too. Yes. 
I'm having a good time with it. I, I think I've said before, my time with Marvel's kind of waning. I'm I'm kind of yeah. over Marvel at this point. But this little kind of return to the old standard Marvel action hero crap, I'm I'm having fun with. I'm like, ah, I can enjoy this. So it's like eating popcorn, having a good time kind of material. I like that it's a smaller story. Even WandaVision, mm-hmm. even though that was bigger because it was in a weird way, I like that it's, hey, it's a couple characters. They're doing realistic things so far. It's not, oh, go travel the galaxy and save the universe. It's go stop some bad dudes. Yeah. We're a couple dudes. And we, sh- well, I won't spoil anything. Don't spoil but- nothing. Yeah. But I do, the only thing I will say is that I'm a little confused because Bucky is a super soldier himself. But so far with the story told, the way it's been told, he's not really acting like a super soldier. So I don't know if like he's holding back or if they're kind of dumbing him down a little bit so it's not like a Captain America situation. I think it's probably a little bit of holding back because that's his whole thing. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to be his old doesn't, self. He's scared to turn back into his old right, self. Right. And that's what I assume. That's what I hope it ends up being because you know me and the power structure. I hate it when they get it wrong and mess it up. It just... It, it just angers me so much. I can't take it. And I could say one other thing, but it's kind of a spoiler. So it's... Uh-huh, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah, all right. Well, we'll go about it later once people had a better chance to see some of the episodes. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, when in the anime world or whatever, I watched The Invincible. Oh, yeah. I watched the first three episodes of that that came out with Amazon Prime. Holy cow. Really, 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 really good. A ton of fun. It's just, uh, it's definitely, a, everyone's been saying it's kind of got that the boys vibe mm-hmm. where stuff just does not go the way you think it should. Yeah. Some people are good, it should be bad, bad is good, you know, that kind of thing's going on. Just in anime, cartoon. And I shouldn't say anime because it's not, it's not Eastern, right. it's, it's Western. Western animation. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's Western animation, but it's still really good and I'm enjoying it and I cannot wait for Friday to get the next episode. So that tells you that it's pretty damn good. So that's what I've been doing in that regard. I've heard really fantastic stuff about the show and the comic before the show. Mm-hmm. I just wish it was my kind of comic or show. I don't. It's not really my cup of tea. But I hear people say it's so amazing if you're into that kind of the boys kind of vibe. Which, of course, I am. I think it's hilarious and I have a lot of fun with. So enjoying that in the gaming world, like you. Besides the game we'll talk about, I've only played one other game. That's Persona Five Strikers. If you're a patron. You'll hear a little bit more about it in this month's What You Play in Third Shift. And if you're not, let me just say, I am in the second uh, area, whatever. You know, it's not the palace because they're not palaces anymore. But the mm-hmm. second area, we went left ship. We went to a whole new town and a lot of different story stuff is kind of progressing. Things are going down. You get a whole new mechanic going on and the baddie is really fun. He's a, he's a goofball idiot. And, of course, your characters treat them as such. and The antics are all there. Persona 5 antics are all there. The characters are spot on. Everything's going according to plan in that. But, of course, the grinding that's involved to just keep up and get going is annoying at times. Plus, I don't think it's as rewarding getting uh, Personas anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't feel excited about getting a new Persona so that way I can merge it and change it and see what's going on. I just don't feel like it has the same impact and or importance as it had in Persona 5 Royal or Persona 5 Regular. So there's a, there's a few little things that are just kind of itching at my brain of what's going on with this game. 
I really want to go into the Persona Fusion discussion with you, but we can't because it's got to be a short episode. That's I really right. want to talk about how I used to love doing it. Okay, we can't, we can't do it. We can't do it. Yeah, and it's not even that set different, but it's just so weird. We'll, we'll make it an issue. Once me and you stop being babies and actually play like a real amount of the game, I do want to have a nice discussion about it. Yeah. So we'll get there eventually. But for now, that is what I've been playing, that and then this other game. I could say maybe it's this or that, but it doesn't matter. So that's what I've been doing this week. And, of course, getting why I'm also rushing is i got to do the staircase <laughs> at my house. We've been painting the house. We've been doing all sorts of stuff. And now we got to do the staircase. Then we got to do this. Then we got to do that. It's spring, everybody, and it's time to fix your house. <laughs> so get your life straight and go fix your houses. All right? We got, we got the ticking clock. We got the, the doomsday clock. It's moving closer to midnight. With every minute that we do this podcast, I, I'm waiting to hear on the other end, could you or daddy 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 see just face just fall but before that happens we got to talk about the game that we both played over friday night had a great time with co-op madness it takes two for a buddy joseph Farris, the guy behind a way out and the guy behind the oscars the greatest man who's ever lived other than me what'd you think eric do you have fun with this is awesome is it great is it cool so much fun this game is just heaps and tons of good time you get a friend, I don't care who it is, your partner, your friend, your enemy, I don't, it doesn't matter. Because you know what? In fact, I encourage you, get your enemy to play this game with you. Go, hey, stupid person that I hate, hey, here's the friend code, come play with me, I bought this game. And they're going to be your friend mm-hmm. at the end of the day. That's true. Because this game is 100% about cooperating with one another and taking on these puzzles. And each of you constantly gets one part of what you need to accomplish whatever you're doing. So you cannot do this game without the other person helping you, period. That's what I love the most about it, is you and I play a ton of co-op. You know, we play Outriders, we play Borderlands, we played Battleborn, we did all this stuff. But when you were good enough at those games, you were basically just playing solo Mm -hmm. with your friend who's also playing solo. Like, you didn't have to team up. You didn't have to, like, synergize abilities. You know, you just uh, put Iron Bear out, uh... You know, Mr. Beast run around. He's big now. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Run around, shoot, shoot. Or just the most you interact with with your buddy is, I'm down, help me up. All right, mm-hmm. you're up. Cool. All right. Zoot, run away and do your own thing if you want to. This game, you can't do that. Literally, you just said it. You get one piece of one ability. Your partner gets the other piece of that ability. And the stages are built towards using that ability to take you all over the place. And sometimes it's to push one player all the way over so that as they do their own solo thing, then they can bring the other player back. It's it's actual, true co-op because you have to cooperate in this game. You have to. There's no option. Indeed. Like in the very first area, you're going up against this giant vacuum. And I won't spoil every area because so that way you can get a chance to play it. But I will say in this one, big old vacuum cleaners is the first baddie. So there's tubes, you know, vacuum tubes and stuff all over the place. And you have to make sure that one of you goes through, figures out what that tube's doing, and then the other person, oh, okay, it's going to shoot you here, take you there, do this. And then the other person can go ahead and control like one end of it and then manipulate where it goes. You hop in. It's just talking back and forth, figuring out what things do. Don't be crazy people and go rushing in blindly. Have one of you test it. Have one of you uh, take you know and control a certain thing and fix it. And then, of course, the best part was that the boss himself was – he brought joy to my heart. He's he's that old school boss that I miss so much. Most bosses these days, 
you know, are all just flying around doing all sorts of attacks and jabs and crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's no pattern. It's just, eh, just, you know, it's dark. Just dodge a bunch himself. and then dodge, hit him. dodge, roll and hit until he's dead and just try to figure it out. This is that old school boss like he got back in the heyday where, all right, in this phase, he's going to launch this and do these air things. Dodge air things. In this phase, he shoots a bunch of things, and you got to watch out for the shadows and move. Mm -hmm. In this part, you got to get onto the thing, coordinate. One of you has to suck up the fireball, the you know the the uh, fire barrels, and the other of you has to aim and launch them at his head, Mm -hmm. and then rinse and repeat. And you just did this, and then every you know phase or two, he'd add in one other mechanic to try to keep it fresh. But all in all, it was that old school vibe. It was that old school boss vibe. And it just felt good. And on top of it, it had that cooperation mechanic mm-hmm. where you have to, you know, be co- coordinating and talking to each other and then keeping those fire barrels within a range where you could suck them up. And then, of exactly. course, I would aim and launch them. It was just a lot of fun, you know, having some beers, laughing, talking. And then, of course, the way it all ends was just hilarious. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it was a good time. It just honestly was just a lot of fun. Like, there was nothing bad about it. I wasn't in there going, oh, this is annoying the hell out of me. This mm-hmm. this part's stupid. I don't understand. It, none of it's that. Like, every part, even towards the end, which we might get to here, drinking beers, still was able to figure things out, still was able to keep rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is like the sign of perfection. Mm. Now, if you, you love the boss, and I did like, I enjoyed the bosses as well, the both bosses that we fought. Mm-hmm. But what I loved most was the hammer and nail segment. And I will spoil it just a little bit. One player gets like the head of a claw hammer Mm -hmm. and she can use it to swing on things. And the other character gets a nail, which you can throw out and stick in a wall. And then your other character can swing on that nail like a, you know, like a, what's that gymnastics thing? A little high bar. You twirl around and jump Mm -hmm. off of it. And then you can recall the nail and throw it somewhere else. What I loved was that room, once I had the three nails, and there were all the little targets you hit, and it would shoot the platforms out of the wall. So you had to get a certain number of platforms up, and then walls you had wall jump between. The wall jump, yeah. And while you were wall jumping, you'd pull the nail out of a platform and stick it in the next platform, and then pull the wall back so you could go to the next platform, so I could pull this wall back to put another platform up to put the wall back up so you could get to the other. It was fantastic. I couldn't, like, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. While I was watching, I was like, there's no way they made something this good and this co-op centric. Like a, a cool jumping puzzle. I love that stuff. I play that stuff a ton. But I never have somebody else controlling the puzzling of the jumps for me to do. It's always just you find your way through. But now it's you found your way through as I'm making the platforms appear and disappear and our timing has to be on, or I have to be pulling the right stuff when you're in the right position. That was freaking beautiful. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. That whole segment right there was awesome. And then, of course, like you said, the boss in that particular area was a lot of fun, having mm-hmm. to coordinate the mechanics and dodge. Oh, yeah, little, yeah. You know, and it was my turn to do my effects. You know, I had to make sure I was on point mm-hmm. to do damage to the one side, and then you had to do damage to the other side to finish the boss off. Yeah. Just so much coordination. Then, of course, you'll go into the the lazy river area where we got Mm -hmm. a little turned around in, but you're over here motorboating, you know, controlling where we go. I'm over here making sure that none of the uh, little slugs get to you, so I got to clear the area as we go. And, of course, be point man, trying to figure out, you know, what the hell's going on and where we're supposed to be. Unfortunately for me and you, we died once being goofballs, and then I think, like you said, it turned us around, and so we just 
were determined to go the wrong way. And it took a little minute before we're like, all right, stop. Just go the other way because something's not right. I think it was definitely one of those moments where I think your character and mine were like facing each other. So you probably saw this way and Uh I saw this way. But to be the guy putting like the outboard motor in, you had to go backwards of where you thought so that you could go forwards to where you were seeing. And I think my character was looking the wrong way. So I took us that way. I don't know. It was, it was a weird, like, I don't understand how we got stuck, but it was also a really cool moment of just, my character can't do anything but move and steer. I can't, uh-huh. I couldn't fight the enemies. I couldn't do anything. So you had to do that. And I had to steer us around the obstacles. And it was, neither one of us could have done it alone, which is the whole point of the entire game, which is just, like I said, after playing co-op so much where you can just get zoned in and do your own thing, Ghost of Tsushima, you can do that same thing. You don't really have to watch your buddies back. Here, you two are joined at the hip. you got to do everything together. And if you're doing something solo, it's only to get your friend back to you or that friend is helping you while you're doing the solo thing. It's mm-hmm. wild. And then you always end up back together. And then, of course, yeah. the story all this whole time is a, a husband and wife Having issues, they, you know, this isn't a spoiler. You learn this in two seconds. First in the game. two seconds, yeah. They're going to get a divorce. The, the the daughter, their child, you know, hears about it, is super sad, doesn't want them to, obviously. And so curses them. They get turned into these little guys, gals, these little dolls. I, think, I feel like this is an accidental curse. Via some <laughs> magic, you get turned into the little dolls. No, it's malicious. Trust me. No, it's not. <laughs> And, That's and the then, twist at the end. I want the, you two together so you can just be miserable all the time forever. like me. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the banter back and forth is fun. Yeah. The two, they, they, they're they goofy. They're, they're you know, hollering at each other, being just annoying to each other. The stuff they're bantering about, once again, is annoying to me because it's like such trivial stuff. Like, if you'd have just taken out the trash every Friday without arguing about it, it wouldn't be an issue. Really? A divorce because you guys couldn't figure out, like, who's going to take trash out on Fridays? I can't believe you broke the vacuum by sucking up a bunch of stuff. I can't believe you You didn't didn't fix the vacuum and you just bought a new one. Really? A divorce because of something so trivial? You know, it's 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 kind of that cliche stuff, you know, where they're like, hey, these are the cliche marriage problems and they're getting a divorce because of these. You know what I mean? And I'm like, eh. I mean, you do have a point, but it is, and I had to start thinking of it this way. It's kind of like a kid's cartoon that we're watching. Because I had to put myself in that mind, too, of just like, the characters were so silly, even when they became dolls, and they were still bantering before they could even figure out how to get to what they needed to do. And I was like, no, you just, you'd focus on why and what and where, and I just went, you know... No, what I'm watching? I'm watching a kids show. Saturday morning cartoon. Exactly. I'm watching like a Disney Channel special or something. I'm watching a Pixar movie, something like that. And that's what. Here's what's the big difference. Because I, I talked about Maquette and how kind of disappointing that was to me overall. Mm-hmm. But this is where it takes two. Did it right. They introduced a ridiculous, over the top, stupid character yeah. that makes no sense and is just so much fun uh-huh. and just solidifies the fact that you're in a Saturday morning cartoon. That's true. And that's Hakeem, the Book of Love, or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. all right? He is just over the top, just bonanzos and goofy. And that's when I was able to just go, like you said, oh, this is just Saturday morning fun. It's all goof troop. No big deal. We're just having a good old time here. And that's how you do it. You make sure everybody understands this is this is fun. It's fun, people. This is what we're here to have. That's what this is about. 
and then you go with it. And that's why instead of getting grumpy and being like, well, I'm really, it's like you said, as we were drinking and having fun, you know, yeah, that's right. Why did you do the dishes? You leave the slab. That's why I hate you. That's why I hope you, you should have made me more sandwiches. I, I was exactly. always so hungry. I can't believe it. <laughs> and we just went back and forth just as they did on the dumbest things. Yeah. But because it's so silly and because the book of love makes it that silly, it was all fun. Yeah. Instead of being like, no, this is annoying. Who actually has these arguments? Really? Just do people do this? I don't know. And I think that's the other reason why when we got to those amazing platforming segments, I was so blown away. I mean, I remember sitting there going, like, I've said it already, but like, I can't believe this is what we're doing in this cartoony game. Because you start off with the silly and the goofs, and then the really clever stuff starts slowly building in. So when you get to that point, it's like, wow, I can't believe it. It's just a, such a contrast of things that I was expecting. I was expecting, you know, goofy, you know, hop and bop, simple, simple Mario stuff. And instead I got wildly creative stuff that I just couldn't believe it. I can't believe it, Eric. It's so cool. It really is. And one final spot, it's kind of early on that I'll, I'll mention that just really was just so much, it was so stupid, simple and fun, but it was so clever. It was when one of us had to go up to the Switch and it was the air pockets mm-hmm. that would go up and down. And the other one had to just go jump in that first air pocket. And then you'd have to coordinate your times to switch the air currents so that way each person can get through. So simple. But it's like that's that right there is just like the fundaments, just the essentials of just working together and saying, ready, set, go. And then you got to trust that that idiot's going to pull the switch and do it right so that way you go up instead of getting chomped to bits in the fans Mm -hmm. and then keep going and then even after you did it once you're like okay that's done no now the other person has to do the other role and show you that they can also coordinate with you and you Mm -hmm. can make it through as a team both sides doing both things and that was where it really pinched in i was like oh yeah because typically even when games do that one person has to take on the heavy lifting. The other person usually gets a, an easier role. You know, where you could hand it to your parent and just be like, "Daddy, get me past the hard part." Do do do. Yeah. And he would just do it. But now you literally have to work together. You both yeah. have to do it. Like both said. of you are going to do it, and you're going to figure it out and work together to do it. And I'm like, "Yeah, this is what I'm talking about." Oh yeah, we ain't just gonna happy dance our way through this. Both of us better suck it up and figure this out. And there were a couple of those moments. I think later. I won't spoil the location where we had to stop and look and be like, all right, I know what you can do. You know what I can do. How do we use these to get one of us up there? Because we know that's where we got to go. But if I spray this and then you hit that, does that do something? Okay. Okay. I know this like adds weight to things. So we put that up and then does that pull down? Does that... Does that turn it somewhere for you to hit something? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Dude, here, get that next one. Do, 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 mm-hmm. right along the way. Oh, yeah, that was a super cool area, man. And we'll have, we'll talk about that one more as we go because that was, yeah, that was towards the end of the night and just mm-hmm. having to figure, oh, man, just figure that out and laying the pads and doing all that. Oh, yeah. Then, of course, we didn't even mention like the, the war of the squirrels and the bees. Uh-huh. It's, it's too much. It's, it was a lot of fun. I'll tell you, them, them squirrels, I don't like them. All right. They're not my friends. I like them. They're okay. They're They're crazy, okay. crazy. They're nuts. They're, They're nuts. nuts. Oh, <laughs> zing, zing, zing. That's the Squirrels zing of the day. <laughs> they truly are. It's not fair. It's not cool. I wouldn't. I would not cooperate <laughs> with a group of people who did what they did to me. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? I yeah. just wouldn't do it. I can't trust that. That's it's not going to happen. That's a fair point. <laughs> exactly. And you're wondering what I'm talking about. Well, that's why you need to go play It Takes Two. Get your friend, get your wife, get your boyfriend, get your husband, whatever 
do it because, man, it's a good time. And I know I'm talking about it more for sure. And it's super easy because only one person has to buy it. So you can do like they always have, like on the Steam sales, like, oh, get your buddy pass. You know, everybody puts in a little bit to get the main game. And then you go via friends pass. You know, you put in 20 bucks, he puts in 20 bucks. Now you have an amazing co op experience like no other. So go out and get it. And that's pretty much it for the episode. We've raved about it. We've sold you on it. So tell us your awesome memories of playing It Takes Two with your friend, your lover, your kids, your brother, whatever it is with your dog. You got a really smart dog. He can play It Takes Two with you. Go nuts. Let us know via the email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com, on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme, and find us on Facebook under Third Shift to tell us your It Takes Two story. Indeed, you can tell us that story. You can also tell it while you're heading over to the old Patreon, saying, man, these guys over here, they told me about this really great game. I wasn't even paying attention. I'm so glad that they showed me the way. And throw us a buck. Two bucks, three bucks, any kind of bucks. Keeps the lights on, pays for the old pod beans, the old other sites that tell us, you got to give us money to put your stuff on here so everybody could listen. Well, it's because of all of you who do that and donate and throw money our way. It allows us to keep rocking and rolling. We super appreciate it. We appreciate you. But we also understand some of you can't do it. you got to, you know, help out in other ways. You can do that by doing exactly what Matt said. Write in, call in, whatever. Tell us all about It Takes Two. What was your experiences? Did you have a good time? All that good stuff. We'd love to share those comments on the show when we talk about it again, which I'm sure will be pretty shortly in the next week or two when me and Matt get a chance to play it again. That would surely be awesome. You can also go support us on Twitch, five-star ratings on the iTunes, all the other stuff. Y'all know the rigmarole. Please do one of those things because it helps us help you. And of course, check us out on the very next episode, which we'll be dropping on the 8th, another quarter-end special, because we'll be, oh man, we'll be at the end of it, we'll be weighed down by the salt mines, we'll be so sweaty and salty ourselves, we'll just be, we'll look like the thing, came out of the salt mines, all rocky and craggy, Mm -hmm. but you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube, and as I always say, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it, damn it. Indeed we do. We super appreciate it. I'm telling you, get out there with them five-star reviews. All right? We got to get to the top of the sun where we can burn up and never return. We got to get there. You want to see us burn up? Well, get us some five-star reviews or maybe I'll come burn you up. You know what I'm saying? Get what I'm saying? You get the drift? You took it back to the threats again. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) But until next time when Eric is arrested for threatening all of you beautiful listeners, there's nothing else to say but... Don't forget to save.